1: It's time for the longest-running Pro Hoops post-game show in Milwaukee. Hear from the players. You know, I feel good. I always can get better. But, you know, I know I know myself. I know how usually it usually goes. You know, if I'm healthy,
2: I think going to be okay. The head coach. Um, you know, offensively, I think, you know, we make a few more shots. could be dangerous. And the fans. You got a guy in Giannis. He's just, like, the most
0: likable human being, and all the other people fall in line with that. Everybody kind of takes it after him. And it just it's really positive to see that that be the team that we give. This is the Pick and Save Pro Hoops
1: post game show, driven by Mercedes Benz of Milwaukee North. Now, here's your host, Bill Baby Tau Schmidt on 105.7 FM, The Fan. <laughs>
3: The streak finally comes to an end. It happens at home to the Dallas Mavericks 120 to 116. Welcome in, Bucks fans. This is the Pick and Save Pro Post Game Show, driven by Mercedes Benz of Milwaukee North. We're sitting inside the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin Studios. Haven't done one of these in a while. A loss by the Milwaukee Bucks. They win 18 consecutive games, it is the second longest streak. In team history, they fall just a couple of days short and in one opportunity against the Los Angeles Lakers on Thursday away from tying the franchise record of 20, but an incredible effort, an incredible effort all the way to the end of the game. And what else can we say but Giannis Atetokounmpo, best player on the floor, best player in the world, 18 of 31 tonight with 48 points and 14 rebounds. I'm Bill Schmidt, Baby Tausch. Appreciate you being here also. and appreciate this joining us now here on the great midwest bank hotline he's going to join us moving forward on this post game show a hall of famer former milwaukee buck himself and a former milwaukee buck coach an icon a legend Sidney Moncrief, joining us on the great midwest bank hotline here on the post game sydney appreciate the time and uh really looking forward to being here talking bucks basketball with you all year long absolutely bill what a what a ball game what a it, game tonight. It really was. And, I mean, uh, uh, both sides of, of where you were in your career as a player and a coach, just in watching that last sequence, that last minute of the game, I think just embodies so much of the character and the resolve of the team that Coach Budenholzer has right now.
0: Yes, it's a will to win, and it's the ability to use multiple players in certain situations to bring the game closer. Remember, Giannis went out for – at the four- or five-minute mark, and they went with a small lineup, and those guys just attacked the basket, attacked the basket, and that's what got the Bucks back in the game. It wasn't three-point shots as usual. Mm-hmm. It was their ability to attack the rim.
3: How, how much of, of a concerted effort do they need to make that, Sydney, to, to know that they need to attack the rim? Because when, when this team is at its best, and, and obviously the offensive philosophy of wanting to get three-point shots up, it, it is most effective when guys are penetrating the lane, right?
0: It really is, especially when there's a team that doesn't have a shot blocker close to the rim, and you know that they're anticipating you shooting three-point shots, so they're guarding the three-point line, which opens up driving lanes. Most teams, though, players are not savvy or coach staff, you're not savvy enough to say, okay, they're taking away our threes, they're pushing up, let's take the ball to the basket, Score or try to score and get fouled.
3: Hall of Famer Sidney Moncrief with us on the Pick and Save Pro Hoops Post Game Show, driven by Mercedes Benz of Milwaukee North, and Sydney will be joining us moving forward here on the post game show. Also, be joining us on Thursday night as the Bucks take on the Los Angeles Lakers. Now, Sydney, when, when you look at this Bucks team at, at this point in time, obviously the 18 game winning streak is incredible, but the the way that they can go almost 10 to 11 deep on any given night. Is this one of the deepest teams that you've seen here in Milwaukee?
0: Yes, it's certainly one of the deepest teams. It's one of the better put together teams as far as players that can do a multiple array of things from shooting three-point shots to posting up to driving to the basket. They still have, what, 37, I'm sorry, 29 assists tonight, so they're moving the basketball. Uh, they're able to guard the paint fairly well. Of course, tonight the three-point shot, got them a little bit because thirty nine percent is what the Mavericks normally shoot from a three point line. And I thought that was a big difference. First, third quarters, big difference in the ball game along with the three point shots.
3: Being able to to hit those three point shots has been something that everybody has wanted to see added to the game of Giannis atokumbo. What have you seen in the first twenty five games of this year that's different from Giannis's game last year?
0: I think it's just a a renewed focus and confidence. Giannis is more confident in his ability as the best player in the NBA. And that means a lot because every night you go out and you perform at that level. I had a discussion about Giannis' three-point shot, and my, my position is as long as you can post up, make plays from the post, drive the ball to the basket, get fouled, then he's fine. Uh, one thing he's going he's going to have to do as we know is make the foul shot more consistently. And he had a pretty decent foul shooting night tonight. And that's going to be, I think, a big key: his ability to make foul shots more than make three point shots.
3: Sydney, it, it's awesome talking to you here on the post game show because I think about when when we watch Giannis moving, you know, throughout his entire career. I can't help but remember a, a conversation we had back at, at Summerfest down in those uh, those old clothing merchandise tents or the RV after a buck show at a Summerfest, and right after they picked Giannis, we're watching a, a grainy video on YouTube from, from Greece, and, and you look up and say, man, this kid has all the potential in the world. If he can If he can somehow harness this, he might be one of the best players in the league for his entire career. It's it's incredible to see that maturation.
0: It really is because you you can always see talent in most players, or something special. Giannis had a special trait, but you don't know what's in a player's head or heart. And I think the most refreshing part about Giannis is he has embraced getting better each year and his ability to now say, "I am the best player in the NBA, and I'm going to show" everybody night in and night out, then I'm the best. And he's, he's done that the entire year.
3: How, how incredible is that to see? And how many players can, can you recall being around that, that had that kind of a drive?
0: Uh, not very many. He's in that elite group. Now, most players have it earlier than Giannis received it. Like you take a Michael Jordan or Kobe Bryant, they had that early uh, because of their competition they played against when they were in college or earlier in the NBA. But Giannis is in that 10%, the top 10% in my mind, of players that I watch play that can dominate and control the flow of the game, not only scoring but rebounding and playing defense.
3: The five-time All-Star himself, so Sidney Moncrief had a lot of that in him as well, being one of the best players in the world. And and Sidney, as we talk about this and you watch this team, you priding yourself on playing defense as one of the best, you know, two way players of, of your time and and being one of the best defensive players I think in Bucks history. Everybody will agree with that. How impressive is the dedication that the Bucks have on the defensive side of the floor to you, somebody that took a lot of pride in that while you were playing?
0: Yeah, I like the way they protect one another on the basketball court, on the defensive end. And that takes a good coaching staff. It takes paying attention to the scouting report. I thought early in the game, they were missing that intensity on the defensive end. And when they picked it up that second quarter and then a little bit in the mid-third, fourth quarter, it was beautiful basketball. And the most underrated part of the Bucks, I feel right now is their ability to get stops when they need stops on the defensive end. And we saw that again tonight. They were just in too big of a hole, but the way they came and fought back, it was just fun to see and fun to watch
3: it really is fun to watch and and you just continue to to get swept up in this and i've been saying it on the on this post game show for the last month or so it's amazing waking up each day and expecting the team to win, not not just you know hoping that they, they can find a way to pull it out. You expect them to win all these games, and even with an incredible team like the Lakers coming in on Thursday, you, you still expect this team to win, especially on national TV, and, and I know that you would imagine how much fun these guys still have to, to go up against somebody who's been the best player in the world in LeBron James. How do, how do those matchups make a guy like yourself, a, a top-notch player, maybe raise the, the level of your game even a little more?
0: Yeah, I think that the game tonight, they're going to look at the video and say, hey, we did not start the game like we had won 18 straight. And it's going to cause the players to, I think, lock in a little bit more in that first quarter. Remember, Giannis for a while, Giannis and Corver uh, were the only two players in double figures until towards the end of the mm-hmm. ballgame. And I think all the other players that did not play offensively as well as they probably could have, watch them step up against the Lakers. They're going to want to be on the big stage and show everybody that they are as good as the Lakers, which they are, and they they're going to show it when they play Thursday night.
3: Talking with Sidney Moncrief, Sir Sid here on the post game show. He's going to join us moving forward here on the Pick and Safe Pro Hoops postgame show. Be with us on Thursday night as the Bucks do take on those Los Angeles Lakers. Sidney, what what are your thoughts on Chris Middleton? He gets a lot of he gets a lot of grief in, in this town and a lot of criticism of the way that he plays. Obviously not a great night tonight, but overall as a player, how how is his fit and his ability to, to take over games at certain points? Oh,
0: no, he, he's a he's a big time of NBA basketball. What people have to realize is if Giannis has the basketball and if he's making plays, if the guy's scoring 49 points, then obviously a lot of players are not really getting as involved as normally they would get involved. But when he's in the loop and they're moving the basketball – then he's a very important player for the Bucks basketball team. And I like Chris because he plays defense. He doesn't complain very much. I think the next ball game, he's going to have to get in the rhythm a little bit more and maybe more ball movement or transition. I think Bledsoe, anytime you lose a player like Bledsoe, uh, that's 15 points out of your lineup. Right. That's speed. That's a, a player that can penetrate in the paint and kick out the three-point shooters that's missing, that was missing this ball game. And somehow the Bucs are going to have to get that play from someone else. Against the Lakers,
3: can it be a little bit more fabric fan base? You know, fans want to say, "Well, you knew that Eric Bledsoe wasn't going to play, so he had to have you know his best game." And does that ever go through the minds of players, knowing, as you just said, a, a guy like Eric Bledsoe, first team All Defense, and and could probably have been an All Star last year in his own right, knowing you're you're without a guy like that. How much of those conversations go up to the next? superstar, the, the next best player of we need you a little bit more here in the next two or three weeks.
0: I, I don't think it's the best player as much as it's the other players because the best player, whether Giannis scores 39 or 49 or 32, that's those are really good solid numbers. What would need to happen is the other players that play behind him will have to step up and replace his energy penetrating in addition to his ability to score the basketball And, of course, I hate to say when I played, it was so long ago, we expected the other players to step up and raise their game at a different level when you had a a, a top player out.
3: This is just going to be so much fun, Sydney. I really appreciate you being here. Can't wait to talk on Thursday night after another great game with LeBron James and Anthony Davis. They're so talented, and and that game is going to be just incredible atmosphere at Fiserv Forum here in Milwaukee. Appreciate you being on with us, and we're going to talk on Thursday night. All right? Sounds good. Go, Bucks. Thank you, Sidney Moncrief. That's Sidney Moncrief joining us here on the Pick and Save Pros postgame show. Once again, Sidney will be with us on Thursday night. Bunch of different games moving forward. He's going to join us, talk some Bucks basketball. And as you can just hear right there, he has an incredible perspective on this game, on this team. Seen a lot of these. Players from the bench as a coach also understands exactly what they're going through playing in the city of Milwaukee, playing for this team and also uh embodying what this city means in the way that they play tonight. The the effort throughout the end of the game, I think I speak for all Bucks fans. That last minute, where it lasted like fifteen minutes of actual time, and the Bucs went back and forth, can continue to drive up and play defense, foul and, and try to put the game back into some form of, of space, making the Mavs earn it all 48 minutes. It was an incredible effort tonight, even in a loss. And while some people will take this maybe as a little bit more than it needs to be, it was a very difficult loss tonight as you lose an 18-game winning streak. Take a quick time out here. We'll reset, bring you back throughout this game as the Bucks were Close at points, but the Mavericks controlled, and thanks to some really hot shooting and some big-time buckets from Kristaps Porzingis, they were without Luka Doncic tonight. Did not matter. The Dallas Mavericks beat and upset the Milwaukee Bucks at home, hand them their fourth loss of the year now 24 and 4 are the Bucks, and the streak stops at 18 121 116, 414 799 1250 you're leaving five sir four and want to hear from you as well as we react after the Bucks just take their fourth loss of the year with you on the pick and save pros post game show driven by Mercedes Benz Milwaukee North on the fan
1: was it a dunk was it a key basket in transition was it a spectacular play down the lane? It's time for the Wrench and Go drive of the game. Need auto parts? Wrench and Go is a self-service yard. Bring your own tools and access the lowest price auto parts around. This is the Pick and Save Pro Hoops Post Game Show, driven by Mercedes-Benz of Milwaukee North, on the fan.
3: 120-116, the Bucks lose at home tonight, just the fourth time all year. They have been unable to finish the job. It happens against the Dallas Mavericks. Play without Luka Doncic tonight, one of the best players in the game today, at least. And Luka Doncic is going to miss about two to three weeks. The Bucs, though, also shorthanded. Can't forget to throw that in there as well. The Bucs will be playing without Eric Bledsoe for the next couple of weeks as he nat- uh, nurses a right avulsion fracture the avulsion fracture when a little piece of the bone a little fragment will chip off from the main mass of the bone that happened in a collision with 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 wesley matthews easy for me to say just a couple of nights ago down in memphis so the bucks playing without Bledsoe for the first time trying to learn that way or the second time rather as dante divincenzo plays well in the absence maybe not on the score sheet just two of eight and 0 of 3 from downtown. But Dante DiVincenzo, you want to talk about an absolute effort, dude. Ten rebounds, nine assists, three steals. Had the highest plus-minus out of anybody outside of Kyle Corver tonight who was fantastic with 17 points off the bench. So the Bucks can take a deep breath, and maybe this can actually be a positive for the team, right? You, you, you get this out of the way. You knew at some point it was going to happen. You were going to lose the lo- the winning streak does stink though. I, I will be completely honest. I was really looking forward to this game coming up on Thursday night being for the 20th straight game, 20th straight win. Both teams could be coming in 25 and 3 against the Lakers. I mean, it was set up to be the absolute must-see matchup of the season, and it still probably will be. I mean, they're the best two teams in the two conferences. I don't think it loses that much luster nationwide. Sure was a great story to see though. Four one four seven nine nine twelve fifty. Let's go to West Dallas. Say hello to Tyler. He's up on the fan. Hey, Tyler.
0: Hey. So you you basically
4: said what I was going to say. It was just one of those nights. You know, you just and I was even thinking to myself as like I even thought for the Memphis game it was going to happen.
0: Just one of those nights where where aside from Giannis and Corver, you know, there was pretty much a lit an invisible lid on that basket. So yeah. Nothing was going right. For the blocks, and and on the other side, I mean, they could. There were points where they could have shot blindfold, and it was going to go in. So I'm not going to lose sleep over this. You know, I would have liked to have seen them win, but they were due for this. And
3: 100.
0: Two kinds of I was going to say, there's two kinds of fans: those who know that they were due for one of these games, and the liars, the ones who aren't going to admit it.
3: Well, that's that. There are a a definite section of the fan base, appreciate it, Tyler, that are going to to be frustrated with this game, and, and rightfully so. I mean, you, you don't never like to see a team lose, especially when a game, and you're going up against a team without one of their best players. But what he mentioned there and, and how poorly everybody around collectively shot outside of, you know, Giannis and Korver, from three-point land, the starting five was a combined four of 22 tonight. From deep. The Bucks shot just twenty six uh six percent as a team from deep and, and gave up almost forty percent. So the the difference in the game was for a good ten-minute stretch in the middle of the first half, first quarter, when you give up thirty-nine points, Mavs just weren't missing. Didn't miss anything. And you it caught up to the Bucks tonight, and they were just unable to fight all the way back trailed by as many as 16 early on in the game, and then brought it back to a lead, brought it back to a tie game there in the third quarter as well, and then just another sprint out by the Mavs. Christoph's Porzingis was fantastic tonight. With his 26, he had two threes. I'm telling you, I think he shot from New Berlin, and they were essentially the game right there in, what, about the four-minute mark of the fourth quarter? Bucks had brought it back within four at one point, Back-to-back possessions, he hits one from probably 29 and 32 feet. Just deep shots right in the face of Giannis. And there are going to be nights where those balls fall for the opponent and you just don't get the breaks. And the Bucks never really got the, the break they needed tonight, although they were able to uh, drive to the cup a little bit at different times. And Giannis did this one late in the game. And for the full battle, this play right here kind of – Encapsulates what we saw tonight out of the Bucks. This was Giannis' 47 and 48th point on the night in a battle at the end. Giannis,
5: money, oh. goodness, and one. Oh my the second time tonight, he has been falling down and makes the shot with a foul. Oh, like you said, we. We've seen him do this twice tonight. They tried to bear-hunk him. They tried to foul him before he shot it. But that one, are you kidding me? Takes the
3: contact. falls up with just 5.2 seconds left. Did everything they could. That the drive of the game. Fox Sports Wisconsin with Steve Novak and Jim Paschke on the call. Giannis driving the lane, driving the cup. He had scored six straight there towards the end of the game trying to keep the Bucks in it, and extend the game was really what the Bucks did, and they did it for about 15 minutes, just the final minute of game action. Bucks trimmed it down. That made it a one-possession game at 119-116. Giannis goes to the line to complete the and-one, misses the shot. Sterling Brown gets the rebound. There's about six seconds left. Tries to go for the quick one, gets it deflected by Porzingis. Porzingis has the ball tied up, and Brown ends up poking it out of bounds, and, and the game was... Effectively over after one Tim Hardaway free throw was good on the other end. But at that exact moment, Sterling Brown gets the offensive rebound on the foul shot. Bucks would have had a chance to tie it. Also, did have one timeout there if they would have chose to use it. Run through the highlights next. It's a big and safe probes post game show. Bucks lose tonight 120 to 116. Matchup with the Lakers looms large on national TV on Thursday. We're talking about it with you inside the pillow Windows and Doors Wisconsin Studios on the fan. Marcus, it seems
1: to me this has been a decent deflection game. What defensive play stood out?
0: That away from
1: right at the rim. Here's the Laborers local 113 defensive play of the game. The Laborers Local 113 Milwaukee. Feel the power at liuna113.org. This is the Pick and Save Pro Hoops Post Game Show, driven by Mercedes-Benz of Milwaukee North, on the fan. Orange English
5: block, yes, yes. See you later. (laughs) <laughs> Pretty funny the building stood up. It's a breakaway for Giannis. You got to get the feeling that for said He's had all these vicious ducks. He's like, 30 points. There you go. Like I'm going to take the layup on this one.
3: Giannis sends one back with authority. That At that point in time, it was a two-point game. The Bucks trailed by as many as 16 in this one. As they fall for the first time in a month and a half, 120 to 116. No, we're not overreacting. No, we're not freaking out. No, we're not some on Bucks Twitter. Also, by the way, congratulations, Bucks fans. Everybody is being rather level headed about this loss. They're understanding that it was going to happen. And it was going to happen. There were they were going to lose another game. They're still pacing to be almost a 70 win team, which I'm really excited to talk to Matt Velasquez here coming up in about 15 or 20 minutes about. That they they are still pacing to be one of the best teams in NBA history, if they keep this pace up. Now, do I expect them to go on another 18-game winning streak? Not expecting, but I wouldn't put it past this club. Mm -mm. I'm done betting against how many games this team can win in the regular season. I'm done asking myself, where do I see losses in the schedule? I'm done looking forward and, and trying to see the teams that are going to give the Bucks fits because playing from ahead and being the number one team in the league, a lot of times that's what you're doing. A lot of times, you're trying to see where the roadblock could come, where the stumble is, where you, you try to forecast ahead and, and be in front of that kind of thing. For this team, I'm done putting anything past them because they are one of the best basketball teams I've ever seen. Although, they might not have some players playing like they are on the best basketball team. Anybody anybody's seen Brooke Lopez, let me know. Dude shooting just over 31% for the month of December. Shooting under 40% for the year. It's not Brooke Lopez. And I'm, I'm not talking from three. He's shooting like 30, 32% from three. I'm talking about from the entire field. Those little layups that we've seen, Brooke, the spinners in the lane as they've... Allowed him to play a little bit more down to the post. Been missing everything. Brooke Lopez tonight finishes with three. One of eight. So, I know the Chris Middleton conversation is going to come. Because four of 12 and nine points from Middleton. One of five from downtown is, is not what you're paying a guy $30 million for. But, also, look at that blame on the others in the starting lineup tonight. Dante DiVincenzo getting himself a lot of love playing real hard with those 10 boards, 9 assists, diving on loose balls, seeing people call him in the all-hustle team. Didn't just didn't shoot well tonight. Nobody did. Outside of Giannis and Kyle Korver, nobody shot the basketball particularly well. And 11 of 16 from the foul line for Giannis might be the best stat. 414-799-1250. But don't get me wrong. The, the story of this game for me was the last minute of the game. That that last run and fight that the Milwaukee Bucks showed was so impressive and fun to watch as a Bucks fan. Like that is, that is the team that you get to cheer for, the one that are never going to say die. That was incredible to see. 414-799-1250. We'll get into our game recap here in just one second. Let's go downtown and say hello to Josh. He's up on the fan.
4: Amazing! Uh, you said it perfectly. I he, I had friends that left. I'm like, that was amazing comeback. That was probably the most amazing game of the year. If Brown didn't get blocked, they would have won. They could have won. They were down one point.
2: Mm-hmm. No doubt.
3: And, and Sterling Brown. I mean, in hindsight, being 2020 and not in the middle of that game, he flips that thing out. They have a chance to tie it right there. It, it was it was an incredible thing to watch. How was the energy through that last minute of the game, Josh?
4: Um. I was near the Bucks bench behind the basket, so we were cheering and trying to make, screaming for guys to miss free throws. Mavericks, um, a lot of people left though.
3: That's incredible. That's incredible that people were tapping out on that game. Appreciate the call, Josh. I mean, to to have people falling out of that one, that's that's disheartening. I did see a lot of people start to to stumble out of there, and it was noticeable how many people had dipped, but. I'm telling you, I thought they called game with Christoph Porzingis at about the four-minute mark. Not to anybody on that Bucks sideline. Appreciate the call, Josh. Let's go to Vincent, Anaheim, California. Is up on the fan. Vincent, what's happening?
4: Hey, what's up, man? Hey, remember I said man, it was going to be the Lakers or the Mavericks that lost. And but it, it, was, it was a you guys made it interesting, man. I thought you know it, it was going to maybe. But I've been following the Bucks of y'all, and I know the Bucks don't give up till the end. You know what I mean? So. I thought when I when I got the notifications, I was going to look at my phone and y'all were going to come up with the victory, man. That's what I was thinking. But, you know, Giannis did it all uh, today, this game. Uh, you know, Milton, and like you said, Brooke Lopez, too. Other guys need to step up. One of your stars is injured. Of course, you want the other number two guy to step up and score some points, more points, but other guys have to step up as well. And then it's one of those games, man, look at Seth, uh, Seth Curry. Man, Seth Curry, right? Seth Curry's yeah. brother, man. That's who, that's who he, he made up for. Uh, he, to me, he was like Luka Doncic, man. He, you know, points like you know, 26 points off the bench. Come on, man. So, hey, it happens. You know, and it's not a big deal because this is one. They're not even in your div- your conference, not even in your division. So it's one of those ones you can chalk up as a loss. Uh, you know, Giannis went all out, but I'm sorry to say, y'all, y'all gonna get back to back losses when the Lakers come to town, baby. I'm sorry, bad. Sorry. <laughs> well, we'll we'll
3: see about that. Appreciate the call, Vincent. I mean, that national televised game is gonna bring some some eyeballs, and and I am. Just chomping at the bit to get to, to Thursday night for this one. I mean, there's been some random conversation that I've heard around town of who's who might sit for that game. No. 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 Uh, I, I can't suspect LeBron James is going to take a load management night. Anthony Davis will not make that one of his three games that he sits out all year. No, this is why this the NBA is salivating for Thursday night. You have your two best teams, the reigning MVP, and the man that has dominated this league and dominated this conference for the last decade. If anybody forgot, LeBron James went to eight consecutive finals over the last nine years. So you don't get that place in your career without playing in these games and playing huge in these big-time games. I'm so excited to see these two teams battle up on, on Thursday night. It's going to be incredible. It's going to be electric, and Pfizer Forum is going to be rocking, no doubt about it. It was rocking early tonight, even though no Luka Doncic. Dallas started out fast, but Giannis was able to find Dante DiVincenzo, and these two connected a lot all night.
5: Giannis ahead to DiVincenzo. Just love Dante on the break. Giannis, break pass, but Giannis! Dante's just so athletic. I think he continues to surprise everybody with his athleticism
3: and his anticipation defensively especially. The anticipation, as Steve Novak said, is just something to be marveled at. His ability to jump passes, get in lanes, anticipate where the hole is coming. It is very, very fun to watch. Giannis drawing some contact. He had 49 tonight and earned a lot of this. He's got to get him off the three-point line. Hey! He gets it anyway. Jackson ties him up. He
5: bear hugged him and Giannis powers it through. Great finish. And all started with the defense by Kyle. Kyle getting the blocks. Rick Carlisle said he can't score that because he had him
3: wrapped up. Well. Madden the second quarter, the Bucks in the first quarter, it was one to forget. They get outscored 36-22. And the first early stages of the game, neither team shot the ball all that well. Bucks were started up three of twelve. Dallas started 3 of 11, and the pace was sluggish to begin with, but then the Mavs just started knocking down everything. Seth Curry was electric from deep 9 of 15, 4 of 8 from downtown. He had 26 tonight, and the Bucks just were in chase mode pretty much the entire second quarter. They closed the gap within 10 after Dante did it at the defensive end again.
5: <laughs> Even stops
3: Seth Curry. Beautiful. DiVincenzo finds Corver.
5: Yes. Great play
3: by Dante with the defense and finding the right man. Great play. One of Corver's five triples on the night. Giannis would just be so powerful all night. They got a lot of guys pulling up quick in transition and shooting from deep.
5: Well, I guess they could just part to see for him. Hey, look, I guess if they're going to make threes, they probably don't mind giving up a two like that, but that one might have a little momentum and energy with the two, so we'll see how that does, what that does for them on the defensive end.
3: Giannis, a flush in transition. Again, this one closed the gap even more in that second. Giannis, again. I mean, he's driving down Wisconsin
5: Avenue at 3 in the morning. There's nobody on it. <laughs> well, the thing about that one was I think there was four guys in front of him It just looked like no one's there.
3: Yeah, the, a lot of business decisions made tonight by the Dallas Mavericks as they got a, out of the way of the runaway train that was Giannis. Bucks continue to try to close it in that third quarter. They put up 34 and outscore the Mavs by 9. Dante on the defensive end again. Even Chico.
5: That was nonchalant rebounding by Porzingis. Steve Vincenzo able to get in there. And Lopez has an and one. Porzingis bounce. He's
3: got the look of relief on his face. He's had a rough go. Hey, that was fun. We got to hear Brooke Lopez's only bucket of the game. Yeah, his only basket of the game. He was one of eight from the field. Excited to hear what... Matt Velasquez says has gone on with Brooke Lopez where he is. Into the third, Giannis with a Euro step and a slam. All the way down the court. Makes it look easy. But I love it. So the Bucks tight at the break. It was a three-point game there in the third, and it becomes just a one-point game as Giannis a three, the old-fashioned one. And he's putting up Shaq-like numbers. It's, it's unique. They don't
5: call him the Greek freak, and I mean that. Is, he's different. Even those go in. Uh, what he can do around that rim, how he can be strong and finish, and guys try to wrap him up and bear hug him and take hard fouls, he still gets to finish.
3: Some of the best, the one of the best finishers in all of basketball, Giannis Antetokounmpo, and uh, also one of the best rim protectors. Or
2: blocked block, Giannis,
5: <laughs> See you later. Everybody in the building stood up. It's a breakaway for and You got to get the feeling that way. He said all these vicious dunks. He's like, 30 points. There you go. Like going to take the layup on this
3: one. Yeah, it was a good decision. Take the layup on that one. Then flip it out, Kyle Corver, and he'll knock down another.
5: Playing great. Just 11 minutes, but he's three for four from three, four for five overall. She's got a half.
3: He was big off the bench, no doubt, Steve Novak. That in the third quarter, though, made it an eight point game as Dallas ran away again. They had another 11 0 run there in that third quarter to separate again from the Bucs. They outscore the Bucks by seven there in the third quarter. Bucks would tighten it back up in the fourth. It, they were at an arm's length for most of the time, and Dante DiVincenzo was able to find Ersan, make it a 11-point game at one point, and then it's still a double-digit lead for Dallas into the closing minute of the game. That ended up lasting about 15 minutes in real time as the Bucks extended the game, fouling transition bucket. Foul, transition bucket. And were able to bring it within just three after this ridiculous finish by the Greek Freak. Hey.
5: Got it. Oh, second time tonight he has been falling down and makes the shot with a foul. Like you said, we've we've seen him do this twice tonight. They tried to bear hunk him. They tried to foul him before he shot it. But that one, are you kidding me?
3: Takes the contact, falls down with just 5.2 seconds left. Giannis there draws the contact and one, gets the free throw. He misses the free throw. Sterling Brown comes up with the loose ball, tries to go back up with it, has it knocked out of bounds off him. Dallas takes possession back over, and they ice it with one free throw made by Tim Hardaway Jr., and that seals the fate and finishes the streak. The streak is over. My Michael Cole impression. But no, eighteen in a row. Maybe not as impressive as the one that was ended in New Orleans. The one ended here tonight by the Dallas Mavericks, one twenty to one sixteen. Bucks do take the loss. They are back on the floor on national television, TNT game against right now the best team in the NBA, that the Los Angeles Lakers. They will play for that supremacy on Thursday night from Pfizer Forum, and we'll talk about it with you and Sidney Moncrief as Sydney Moncrief joined us just here earlier on in the show. Excuse me. You'll also hear from Sidney Moncrief coming up on Thursday night after the Bucks take on the Los Angeles Lakers. Take a quick time out. We're going to hear from Matt Velasquez in about 10 minutes. Mike Budenholzer straight ahead after his team loses for the first time in a month and a half here on The Fan
1: stretch it down and jams there's always something unexpected that changes the game it's gonna be crazy man here's tonight's x factor of the game brought to you by Brian Stratton College Athletics offering athletic scholarships in 15 junior college sports learn more at bscbobcats.com this is the pick and save pro hoops post game show driven by mercedes benz of milwaukee north on the fan
3: We'll hear from the X-Factor of the game. Kyle Korver coming up here shortly. This is the Pick and Save Pro Hoops Post Game show driven by Mercedes-Benz of Milwaukee North on the fan. Bucks lose 120-116. to You can join the conversation at 414-799-1250. Bucks fans, you're you're, you're understanding what this is, right? You, you're not, no one's freaking out. No one's over-reactionary to one loss, the, the one loss that you knew sadly was going to come. It does hurt, though. It stings in this sense. It's always difficult to watch the Bucs lose when you see a performance like you had from Giannis tonight. It almost feels like it, it's somehow, not wasted feels like maybe the wrong term, but a little disheartening because of just how dominant he was. 18 of 31 from the field, 49 points, 14 boards. When When you have a performance like that and you're unable to capitalize, I think that's the more disappointing part of it for me. But... You knew this was going to happen. You knew there were going to be nights like this. And frankly, if we can call a spade a spade, we knew there were going to be nights where people were going to be disappointed with the performance of Chris Middleton. Nine points, four of 12 from the field. There's a lot of that tonight. But I also believe some of that... Negative energy and negative conversation needs to also be pointed at another guy that signed for a pretty large chunk of change this year, and that's Brooke Lopez. Because Brook Lopez has not played well at all here in the last month of the season. In the last three weeks, he's he's been awful. So when if you if the conversation and the criticism is going to get pointed at Chris Middleton, and rightfully so, he makes over thirty million dollars, so that is going to come, but. Also, look at the others on the team, because without Eric Bledsoe, you're going to need everything from everybody, as Sidney Moncrief talked to us a little bit earlier about. It's not usually the top player. You know what Giannis is going to do. You should know what Chris Middleton is going to do. It's going to have to be those marginal star role players that are going to be able to pick up the majority of the slack and be able to get you where you want to go after an injury like this, and Eric Bledsoe is going to be out. For the next couple of days, the next couple of weeks about two weeks is the initial report on the right avulsion fracture from the Bucks' starting point guard but this guy was huge off the bench tonight, you've been waiting for Kyle Korver to erupt he knocks down five triples, he spoke after the
6: game. We were on the other side of this in the Atlanta game we had a big lead and we got narrowed whittled down to nothing um, and you know, you just gotta, you gotta keep on playing, you know, it says, it says something about our team, we've won a bunch of games in a row but still fighting for this one uh, can't blow short, though.
5: You were the one that was been saying that during the streak, it didn't really feel like the streak. So now that it's ended, does it feel like something special has ended,
1: or does it just feel like a
6: loss? feels like it was a good run. I think you're always thinking about the end of the season. You know, I think, uh, especially once you've been around the NBA for a few years, no one remembers the first half of the season. All you're trying to do is get better and build habits and be at your best at the end. And I think uh, we got better during this run. Um, I think if you look at how we played at the beginning versus how we're playing right now, maybe not tonight, but in general, I, I think our team has taken several steps forward. And That's all we want to do. If you are focused on the second half as good in the first that say about, you know, the potential of this team, that you can put something together? Yeah, it means it's a good team to be on. You know, I think we're all, uh, we all believe in each other. We get along well, and we know we can get better. I mean, I think if you ask people in the locker room during this run, you'd be like, yeah, we're winning, but I don't know if we're playing our best basketball yet. And you know, I say that very humbly, you know, but uh, we just know that there's more. And so... Uh, tough game tonight. Um, great run. It was a great streak that we had. And uh, we'll get ready for Thursday. Second
7: so quarter, you, you sparked a, a little bit of a spurt from you guys by the block shot in the corner. You oh, come into the third, and you and you, you know, you have an assist, you make a bucket, you kind of start another spark. Mm-hmm. then, like, what what was it that you were able to, to do tonight to really get you guys going? I
6: don't know. I, was, I think, yeah, I'm just, I'm feeling more comfortable. I'm feeling, I'm feeling. I'm feeling I was thinking i haven't been in a good groove for like the last month uh, it's been very frustrating and um you know i'm just trying to find myself again so you know tonight it was good to not just make shots but feel like a basketball player you know you want to play defense you want to make passes you want to set screens i like i like the whole game you know i like shooting don't get me wrong but i like basketball and uh sort of feel like i was involved in some more plays than just you know a couple catches shoots so was good for me
3: that's an interesting way to say it I, I like basketball I like the other parts of the game from just one of the best shooters here of this generation that's a cool way to think about it and and to know that he really has not been in the best of grooves lately that's Kyle Corver after the game tonight where he knocks down five triples and and not 17 points. It was good to see Kyle Corver getting get himself into the flow of the game and get those points in the flow of the game, not really just the design catch and shoots as he was saying, which is really the way that you've seen him play most of the year. That's how he's been utilized seemingly more times than not here through 2019-2020. Take a look around the league with Gene Wagner plumbing Gene Wagner Plumbing, celebrating 50 years in business for any residential, commercial, industrial plumbing needs. Go with experience. Go with GeneWagnerPlumbing.com. Trailblazers just finish off a win in Phoenix. They win at a last-second shot by Damian Lillard, 111-110. Wizards get a win on the road, 133-119 over Detroit. Raptors take care of Cleveland at home, 133-2-120. Bulls fall. They were up 26 and an epic comeback by the Oklahoma City Thunder at home. They beat the Chicago Bulls tonight after 30 from Chris Paul, 10 rebounds and 8 assists. Once again, the Bulls had a 26-point lead in that game and let it slip away on the road. Spurs drop on the road 109-107 against Houston, and the Miami Heat fall in Memphis 118-111. to 111. John Morant with a 20-10 game and just some incredible throwback uniforms. Rock tonight by the Memphis Grizzlies. Take a quick time out. We'll hear from Matt Velasquez. Mike Budenholzer is also straight ahead. This is the Pick and Save Pro post game show driven by Mercedes-Benz in Milwaukee North, 1057 FM the Fan.
1: Let's hear from the head coach. This segment is sponsored by Schneider. For over 80 years, they've been offering great careers with great benefits and more home time. Visit schneiderjobs.com or call 1-800-44-PRIDE. This is the pick and save pro hoops post game show driven by Mercedes Benz of Milwaukee North on the fan
3: here from Mike Budenholzer in just one second here on the pick and save pro hoops post game show driven by Mercedes Benz of Milwaukee North, but guys, we're inside the pella windows and doors of Wisconsin studios and make window replacement part of your 2020 vision. Just put it. Pencil it in, make sure you're ready to rock and roll and save yourself some money and some major headaches and just go and replace those old leaky windows that you have in your house. And just as little as one day, your house can be so much more energy efficient, even in the winter, because they don't just install. They do it all at Pella Windows and Doors. They measure, they manufacture, install service and backing them the windows that you get from Pella Windows and Doors with a limited lifetime warranty and even offer better-than-bank financing. From somebody that needs a lot of financing in his budget, uh, they will work with you at Pella Windows and Doors, guys. They supply and simplify your life. They're your one source for everything windows and doors that you need. Guys, nine different styles of Pella Windows that can fit your particular taste in a different room, in a different part of your house. You have all the opportunities from vinyl, fiberglass, luxurious wood. Why block your windows with these big screens, right? You want to use the sunlight. You want that warmth, the natural light to come on in. Don't worry about it with the massive window blinds and screens. You don't even need window screens in the winter. Instead, you can discover what these roll screens that they have at Pelo Windows and Doors, They you basically can't even see it. They roll almost completely out of view, and it's just tremendous. It's the winner of the 2019 Innovative Window Award. That's how sick these new Pella windows are, and they're also going to save you money. So go and replace now. Save 55% off qualifying installations, 0% APR financing, 48 months for qualified credit. And once again, they are helpful with your credit. Make window replacement part of your 2020 vision. Stop in or schedule free in-home consultation today at PellaWI.com. Dot com. Mike Budenholzer talks after the game, after his team loses their first game in a month and a half. It was a one loss, but a lot of fight shown by Mike Budenholzer's crew towards the end against Dallas uh,
2: to find a way to be close in the fourth quarter and have an offensive rebound and give ourselves a chance. I think it's just a sign of the competitive nature of this group, the competitive spirit of this group. Um, really impressive. Um, a lot of credit to Dallas tonight. They deserved to win. They played better than us um, in a lot of phases of the game. Had some individual guys play well, and um, they shot it. They had big shots, big runs. So, um, well-coached, good team. So, and not our best tonight, but that happens in the league. A lot of great teams. Um, so, and as far as the streak, I know you guys are going to ask. I'm very, very proud of the group. Um, impressed that they could do that for um, 18 straight nights. The focus, the competitiveness, um. very, very, just uh, it's a special group, and I think what they did was pretty special.
5: Asking about Kyle right now, he struggled from the three for the past couple games, and tonight he actually was hitting it from the outside. Is there a positive in him kind of getting his groove back tonight?
2: Yeah, yeah, sure. I mean, you know, I think Kyle's such a great shooter. You always have faith that he just, if he keeps shooting, he's going to find uh, his rhythm and getting to a good play. So, um, you know, he was huge for keeping us close and keeping it in it and, um, you know, gave us, like I said, gave us a chance late to to pull out a game. Um, so really good to see Kyle play the way he did. I know this is incredibly easy for me to
3: say in hindsight, but Sterling grabs that offensive rebound down three. You guys have a timeout. He could possibly kick it out. Any second thoughts to kind of how that all goes down?
2: Yeah, I mean, it's human nature. So you know, I thought he was going to score it, you know, Again, credit to Dallas, credit to Porzingis. He makes a nice block. He's right at the rim. You know, he makes it, and we foul again. Now, you know, they got they got to still make two more free throws or they miss, and it's a two-point game. So hindsight, you know, he kicks it out for a three. That'd be great. Timeout, you know, um, that's one of either the players got to call it. Or it's tough from from uh, when now we're on the other end of the court. So, but I, I loved Sterling's aggressiveness you know his a lot of you know rebounds and just things he did I think don't show up in the box score and he went and got a rebound and tried to score it I'll live with that and it just didn't quite work out.
7: Uh, it, obviously they were making things tough on your defense throughout the night you guys were in your usual coverage early and they were hitting threes and then you guys were switching more and they were kind of getting by you guys Just what did you see from from the the defense tonight as a whole?
2: Yeah, not our best night, um, you know, and certainly credit, you know, Dallas. I think they're the number one offense in the league. Um, you know, we talked about that a little bit. You know, they they proved it tonight. Um, again, they're well coached. They execute, and they, they've shot it well in the first quarter. I think that 36, we switched. And then, you know, I think in the switch, um, you know, we just got to do a little bit better job of keeping the ball in front of us. I thought Curry hit us with – you know, between his shooting, which is always stands out, but his dribble drive and, and floater game, um, he made enough of those where it just felt like those were kind of killers. Um, and but he's such a great shooter, you feel like you got to get him off the line and crowd him a little bit. And now he's developed enough to uh, to make that floater. Whether it's communication or just physically being on the court to defend, is that where Eric was missed most tonight with perimeter defense? Oh, I mean, you know, Eric helps us in so many ways, and he's so important to us. But you know, I, I, of course, we would love to have Eric out there tonight and communicating and defense and and everything that he brings to the table. But you know, it's it's uh, with or without Eric, we win together, we lose together. Um, you know, we, the guys that are out there are just busting their butt. Coach, obviously a tough loss tonight, but looking ahead, you
5: guys welcome in the, in the Lakers. You know, not much time to you know soak over the loss. What are you, you talked about the big test when you guys played against the Clippers, but how much of a test is this next game? You know, going against the Lakers now.
2: Yeah, I mean, you know, this, you know, it's trying to just kind of digest what just happened. So, and you know, fortunately or unfortunately, in some ways, our guys will be wanting to play. You know, in about ten minutes, if they could go out and play the Lakers, they'd probably be happy. Uh, so, you know, we got two days uh, be- between now and Thursday, and. You know, we'll talk and think about it a little bit, but tonight I'm just digesting what's going on. It's, it's you know, the Lakers are going to be a great test. They're a great team. They're well-coached, great players. Um, and I think our guys will be excited to play that type of team and be in that type of environment. Um, you know, come Thursday, we'll be ready.
3: That's Mike Budenholzer after the game tonight here on 105.7 FM, the fan, 1250 AM, and the free radio.com app. The Bucks are unable to finish the job here tonight against the Dallas Mavericks. 120-116, to 116, the final score in the 18-game the winning streak comes to a close here against Dallas tonight. And just an incredible effort. I know I've harped on it a little bit tonight. And some people saying, oh, it's a consolation prize. How are you so excited? Just because of the effort. It was just an incredible f- fight to make that thing close towards the end and they have exactly what teams that win 70 games have. They have an undying will to win, an incredible competitive nature, and a head coach that craves that kind of competitive nature. Take a quick timeout. We'll come back with Matt Velasquez joining us down at Fiserv Forum. It's the Big and Safe Pro Postgame Game Show, driven by Mercedes-Benz of Milwaukee North here on 105.7 FM, The Fan. This guys
1: on the inside after every game. Listen to the Pick and Save Pro Hoops post game show for the latest from JS Online's Matt Velasquez. Brought to you by the law offices of Thomas Marola. Divorce, child custody, or any other family law needs. Go with experience. Go with Thomas Marola online at marolalaw.net or call 414 414-
3: 327-5800.
1: This is the Pick and Save Pro Hoops Post Game show, driven by Mercedes-Benz of Milwaukee North on The Fan.
3: And it's live inside the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin Studios. I'm Bill Schmidt, Baby Touch. Appreciate you hanging out after the Bucks lose their first game in think, a month and a half. They lose... Tonight to the Dallas Mavericks, 120-116. to Now joining us down from Fiserv Forum is Matt Velasquez of the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel. You follow him online at Matt underscore Velasquez. Goodness gracious, Matt. Appreciate the time after uh, you haven't done one of these in a long time. A a loss hit after a game. What, What was the locker room like after snapping the streak tonight?
7: You know, it was kind of the same as the other games. I mean, I think I made mention of, you know, after they beat the Clippers, it kind of felt like they'd beat the Knicks. Like, there was was really kind of a nonchalant feel about it. It was okay, like, you know, move on. Uh, And and tonight was kind of similar. You know, guys weren't necessarily, you know, down in the dumps, hanging their heads. Um, You know, they all know it's a long season. A bunch of guys who got up and talked and guys I talked with on the side, you know, they kind of reiterated the same thing. Like, you know what? Like, you know, it was a good streak. We had a good time doing it. Um, We weren't going to win them all. And the goal is to uh, be at your best at the end of the season. You know, Kyle Korver made mention of the fact that no one remembers what happens early in the season. You know, everybody remembers what happens late in the season. Uh, and and so that's kind of the the prevailing uh, feeling around the team. And, and they all admitted like they didn't play well tonight. Um, you know, outside of Giannis, uh, you know, scoring his 48 points and and shooting pretty well from the field, getting to the rim, all that kind of stuff. Uh, their offense wasn't great. Their defense as a whole. Uh, wasn't very good against, you know, even without Luka Doncic is the best, uh, you know, most efficient offense in the league. And so they they know there's room to, to grow. There's, there's ways that they can get better, things they need to do. Um, but for right now, they're just going to, you know, take tonight, try and learn from it, and head into Thursday.
3: It, collectively, no one really played all that great tonight. But Burke Lopez has really been struggling here the last couple of weeks. Anything different with, with Splash Mountain and, and what you've seen, his approach to the game, as to why maybe he's been struggling as much as of late?
7: You know, he just is, is struggling to to get shots to fall. I mean, in the first couple minutes, I think he was 0 for 4, and he had a bunch of good looks. Like, he was inside, he was getting to his spots, had some just roll off the rim, he had a three miss. Like, you know, it, it's not like he's taking bad shots or forcing anything. Um, you know, they're trying to get him going, it seemed. Uh, and it just, just wasn't happening for them. And then defensively, you know, they had so many shooters out there um, that it made it hard in their usual drop coverage to even play Brook Lopez because you know they were trying to, to keep him out there and, and do what they normally do, uh, and, and that just wasn't, um, wasn't getting enough stops. The Mavs were really hot from three in the first quarter, going eight of 17. Then they started switching, and they were doing a lot of one through four switching and letting Brook keep doing what he was doing. And that wasn't really working, and eventually they just decided to go smaller and have Giannis at the five, have Urson at the five, uh, and mix things up, because it, it, just with all the the shooting the Mavs had out there, uh, it wasn't really a game for the Lopez brothers, especially if neither of them. I mean, Robin only played like three minutes, but neither of them was necessarily going to give you anything offensively, or at least they weren't giving anything offensively. So, if they're not giving you anything offensively and they're they're not able to. Um, get out to shooters and, you know, not being not as effective on defense as as other more mobile guys like Giannis or Urson, then it just makes sense that it's just not going to be their night.
3: We always take a look at the enemy, Matt, with Coach's Pub and Grill on South 13th. If you stop in today for lunch or dinner, try the fabulous Friday Fish Fry now open. Coach's on Lake to Noon. On that other side, Kristaps Porzingis, man, was just electric. And those two threes, I think he hit them from Waukesha. At, in in the fourth quarter, there just can can be somewhat demoralizing when you see a dude walk up and the Bucks kind of at arms length there in in the fourth quarter. Those two threes, albeit the scoreboard and and the game in the last minute, would would become much closer. Felt like there they might have been toast.
7: No, <clears throat> those were killers. I mean, Giannis even admitted as, admitted as such in the locker room. I mean, those it was a thirty one footer, then a thirty footer, put the Mavericks up by fourteen, but under six minutes to go fans started filing out not a lot of them there were a lot of people who still stayed but there were plenty There was a noticeable number who were heading toward the exits and Giannis said that those shots aren't just worth three points like those are those shots time. they they hurt even more than just the three points you know they, they demoralize you They kind of knock the wind out of you you know he recognized it for what it was but at the same time you know he said that those shots are the kind of shots you just have to tip your hat because there's really not much else you can do uh, on a play like that you know the first one Giannis was definitely closer you know Kristaps jabbed a little bit and, and Giannis you know had his arm outstretched and Kristaps knocks it down over Giannis's outstretched arm uh, from 31 feet out it's like okay like that that's a great shot and then you know right next time down the floor he's doing just basically the same thing Giannis a little more space uh, it was a different situation uh, the The previous one was kind of late in the shot clock this one was in transition and Giannis is kind of guarding us the drive and just he makes a deep shot I mean that's that's the kind of stuff that you know separates, you know, some of the the best shooters in the NBA, the best shooters in the world, from everybody else. Like that, they can yeah, make no those doubt. shots and make them consistently.
3: Well, and two, I mean, as you said, they were just demoralizing threes to at at that particular point in the game they were they were huge momentum killers and and stepping out from as deep as he did those were some some pretty incredible shots to see fallen and and also though good to see uh christoph's porzingis back out on the floor and and playing well matt appreciate it man thursday night's gonna be a, a hell of a time it's gonna be a lot of fun i'm really looking forward to it and everybody can follow along your great coverage at the journal sentinel as well as Matt underscore Velasquez for Thursday night's game uh, against the LA Lakers. Do you expect it to be as great as the pub
7: is going to be going in? I think so. I mean, these are, uh, you know, two of the best teams in the NBA uh, right now. And you have a lot of star power with, obviously, Giannis, LeBron, AD. Um, it, it's going to be two teams that are definitely regular season game as you get uh, in terms of these two teams, you know, being... You know, at the at the top of the the East, top of the West, uh, and, and it should be it should be really fun. I expect a great game. Yeah, I can't
3: wait. It's going to be electric, Matt. Appreciate it, man. We'll talk on Thursday night. That's Matt Velasquez joining us here on the Pick and Save Pro, whose post game show driven by Mercedes Benz of Milwaukee North. Appreciate Matt's undying and unwavering coverage of the Milwaukee Bucks. All year long. He joins us here on the postgame show. Thanks to Thomas Marola Law Offices. Going to hear from the MVP, Giannis Atetacumbo, talked after the game and, and obviously a difficult locker room to be in. You heard Matt say right there, just a bit of a slow locker room, slow pace getting everybody out of that game, and understandably so. Nobody happy after a loss like that. But also, there's, there's no true... I don't want to say fault to it, but these this game was going to happen. If if anybody believed that the Bucs were going to be able to continue rattling off wins like this, they were going to lose to a good team at one point, and they did. They lost to a very good team tonight in the Dallas Mavericks, who are going to surprise a lot of people here, especially in that Western Conference. There's a lot said about L.A., both teams in LA, and rightfully so. Both of those two teams, the Clippers and the Lakers, are superb. They're they're tremendous teams. But for the the kind of battle that these two teams are going to get into, and for as difficult and and how heavy the Bucks had it taken to them at times here tonight, it was a heck of an effort and a great way for the Bucks to be able to finish off the job and get themselves right to where you need to be and and preparing. The team and preparing themselves, as Kyle Korver said, you don't want to be your best right now. You want to make sure that you're your best coming in to the end of the year. So it's a uh, it's a heck of a time to be a Milwaukee Bucks fan. Giannis talked about trying to excel and facing adversity for the first time in almost a month and a half as his team actually lost the game. Be quiet, probably
1: mm-hmm. be quiet, not say much to my mom and my girlfriend, but you know, at the end of the day, you know, you know, my dad said. You know, my brother always says this, you know, to, to excel, to be better, you got to face adversity, you know, you know. It starts from the leader of the team to the last player. You know, we got to see what we did wrong. i got to step it up defensively, uh, play played better defense, way, way better defense so, you know, help my team, and um, it's good. You know, at the end of the day, it's good. You get better. You get better.
3: That's a really honest and open answer by Giannis Tetacumbo talking and quickly pointing the finger at himself as to how the Bucs are going to be able to get better after a loss like this to the Dallas Mavericks, their first time losing a game in in quite some time and start up a new streak on Thursday night against the Los Angeles Lakers. I cannot wait. I'm looking so forward to this game. It's just going to be a tremendous atmosphere, tremendous game, and and really a good battle, too, when, when you look at how close these two teams are in standings and also how close they can be coming into the end of the year. Yeah, as you want to continue to to hope and point to the Milwaukee Bucks being a competitive team going into the NBA Finals, LeBron James has uh, made himself rather comfortable in the postseason. Made himself rather uh, comfortable playing in the NBA Finals. He's done it for quite some time. He's done it a bunch of times. So if the Milwaukee Bucks are going to be the best, you got to beat the best, as my man Ric Flair used to say and they're going to have that opportunity in the MVB of tonight's game brought to you by Chevy. Clearly, Giannis, as he goes off and finishes the job tonight with a stat line of 48 points, 11 of 16 from the free throw line where he drew a bunch of and-ones in a game tonight, 18 of 31, had 14 rebounds, 10 of those on the defensive side, four assists, a steal, and a block couple of turnovers from Giannis but a minus one in the plus minus camp that is a interesting stat to say after a guy has a game uh, like Giannis just did in tonight's battle against the Dallas Mavericks Bucks go at it again though on Thursday night gonna need a better night from Brooke Lopez and Chris Middleton as they combined for 12 points tonight Dante DiVincenzo wasn't much better in the starting lineup the only other starters outside of Giannis Middleton, nine points. Lopez, three, six from Wes Matthews, and five from Dante DiVincenzo. Only others in double figures tonight. Ursan Ilyasova with 11. George Hill threw 10 in, and Kyle Korver led the bench scoring with 17 points on the game tonight. Sour on the Fan is brought to you by the Dan McCormick Law Office. Your work, injury, and auto accident attorney. Go with experience, Dan McCormick. McCormick, the Marola, or the McCormick Law Office. I'm Bill Schmidt, baby Tausch. Thanks to our crew down at Pfizer Forum with Chris Kavadivic, Sam Schmitz for joining us, along with Sidney Moncrief. He's back along with me Thursday night as the Bucks take on the Lakers. Keep it right here. You got the fan.
1: You could spend the weekend
0: doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit hyundaiusa.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey.